You are now listening to the Superhero Education Podcast, featuring Professor Eugene Pitchford and Dr. Steve Gurner. We are real educators tackling the real topics in education. Listen to be informed, inspired, and entertained. With no further ado, here are your hosts to the Superhero Educators Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Superhero Education Podcast. Got my guy here, out of state, in state, world traveler. We have my main man, uh, Eli Davis, in the house tonight. And uh, I'm sure we're going to have a very, very good conversation. Eli, how you doing, man? I'm good, Dean. How you doing, brother? Man, I, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing, doing pretty good, man. And I've been dying for... No, you're good. Sit down, sit down. Sit down. You're making me nervous there. Sit, sit, sit yourself down. Um, before I pull out my belt here. Um, man, I want to talk to you, man, because like you're doing a lot of research, but I want to talk to you more about just urban education. All right. And how do we get to the point where we are right now? Wins, easy wins, losses to avoid, and how do we move just move forward? But with your history background, I figured this would be a good conversation. Eli, you were talking, and I'm, we're not going to use the name of the school. And we were talking offline before, before we started this of how you were asked to teach at a local school. And one of the things that I look for when I go into a school, not necessarily the classroom management, because you know you, that's going to jump off the page one way or the other. Good teaching, that's going to jump off the page one way or the other. But there is one thing I look for when I walk into a building. Mm-hmm. Does the teacher and students have hope? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. If you don't have that, mm-hmm. it's like I don't care mm-hmm. if you're the best teacher or worst teacher. If you if if there's no hope, if, there, if there's no life in that room, mm-hmm. it's over before you start. So mm-hmm. so you were in and out. Did you see hope? You know, I think that um, that is exactly what I didn't see when I was when I was uh, just to give uh, the the people that's listening a little synopsis of what happened is I was supposed to do a contract class for a school, a high school. And what the high school failed to do was to tell the students that I was getting ready to come in and teach the class. They had substitute teachers for several weeks. And the teacher abandoned the classroom. This was an AP course. And I was brought in there and I was going to teach um, a a different course. And the course did not, I mean, and the the administration or the counselor did not tell the students that the class was getting ready to change. Now, you tell me, uh, hope to me has to be built. Obviously, that was not a very hopeful situation. So um, uh, I thought that the students felt uh, pretty much hopeless in a situation because they were pre- they were basically asking where they want to receive their AP credit, even though that the course was getting ready to change into uh, a, a whole different course. And mind you, this was in the third semester, in the middle of the third semester. And they still never told these kids that their class was getting ready to change. Now you tell me, truthfully, um, who's lacking hope? Do you think that the students are lacking? Do you do the stu- are the students um, lacking hope, or do you or is the faculty lacking hope? But here's the one thing I know, Eli: if there's no hope, there's no learning. 
So let's let's scale this all the way back. Eli, mm-hmm. I didn't give you the proper introduction. Okay. So e- Eli is a, is a, is a good friend. I think I've known him probably since 1994, mm-hmm. 1995, somewhere along those lines. And Eli is a world traveler. Uh, he's always been super conscious. He's always been a uh, a person, a proponent for urban education. Uh, but Eli, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. tell us what your research is now, because that's going to lead to some other things in, okay. in the conversation. All right. So I'm uh, one of the things I'm really interested in is what has the enslavement of the black body done to what is happening in modern day school. So I know, I know, I know that we, uh, that, that, you know, uh, there's a lot of science out there that says that there are a lot of medical issues that happen, but what, how, how do those medical issues and uh, experiences show up in the modern day, in modern day, and the, the, um, the tool that I'm using to uh to 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 try to figure this out is the science called epigenetics and this basically means that uh how the body uh, is affected by the environment and on a genetic or molecular level and it shows up in the actions and how we uh navigate through the world so that's 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 my research James. okay so back to how do we do some things in urban education but let's scale peel it back again eli for okay. me all right if people don't even know or grasp the concept of what you just shared mm-hmm. from black educators, mm-hmm. white educators, mm-hmm. if we don't even know this, mm-hmm. do you propose we'll never get to the desired outcome of successfully teaching students of color? Okay. Um, this is something that, that often comes up. And how I like to do is it's really easy to to contextualize it in the processes of cancer, right? You can have have cancer inside of your body, but you cannot know that the cancer is inside your body. Will that cancer eventually affect you? Yes, it will. So um, if there is something wrong or there is something going on that you're not being, that you're not aware of, it can metastasize pretty much. And what I think that is going on, and 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 I don't know if I could I could do it like this or something like that, you know. But but you know, um, having having the experience of of, of uh, enslavement, and you can I do white supremacy? Having the experiences of enslavement under the under the guise of white supremacy, um, uh, um, when you brutalize a group of people and you and you dehumanize them to the point where they. Uh, they get brutalized and you don't believe that they need to heal after that trauma, that, that, that overwhelming trauma, then, you know, uh, then you, you, you. Well, so, so I hear you, I hear what you're saying, okay, Eli. Okay. You're painting, you painting, you painting, you painting with a, 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 a brush of boo-boo. I hear two things, Eli, mm-hmm. and I could be wrong, so correct me. There's nothing in place to stop the bad treatment. Mm-hmm. Per se, mm-hmm. and at the same time, we don't. From the offline conversation we were just having, mm-hmm. we don't even know the need to heal. It's mm-hmm. like a double. It's yeah. like a double. It's like a double problem. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna try to pin you down on this because mm-hmm. I 
Where, where do you even start? Like, like, do you start? Obviously, you start with the with the bad treatment. But mm-hmm. if you don't even, but if you skip the healing, you, you, like you yeah. kind of end up in the same boat. Yeah. So, so, so the thing is, is though. Uh, oh man, do you get into Paulo Freire? No. Uh, uh, Paulo Freire is a Brazilian philosopher. He uh, uh, has this this terminology is called a conscientization. Like, okay. It comes into critical awareness. Man. Okay. Uh, Right. So, so, so once you become critically aware of something, then you start to analyze it. So the thing is, the first component is to become aware. This is my process. So what I say is, if I give you a little idea of it, will you start to, will you start to think about it? So that will be something very similar to what many people will look at as the first stage of uh, culturally relevant teaching. The first step will be considered awareness. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, Gloria Lassen Billman's big time was uh, uh, a reader and a studier of Paulo Freire. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, it, it gets tricky because for many, we're, we're, we're working in systems, whether it's public or private, mm-hmm. urban, suburban. Mm-hmm. We're working in systems that we know for a fact don't meet the needs of kids. Mm-hmm. Why am I hitting the table? I'm getting angry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we know for a fact it, 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 it's not working for kids, right. but our stretch is only so far. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I agree or disagree with that, mm-hmm. but theoretically, a lot of people say, you know what? I can only control this. I'm going to control this. But I actually think our stretch is further. You know what, Gene? Um, you had this... Uh, this uh, I was doing a talk, and I was doing uh, uh, in South Carolina. And I was, uh, uh, and it was this one professor, Dr. V. She um, she knows about epigenetics, and she talks about trauma a lot. And you know, just we were at the table, and we were we were just having a conversation. And what she said, and it was just it was it was it was kind of joking, but it was powerful at the same time. What she said is they need to stop they need to stop suspending black kids. Uh, until they address racism in schools. So that's how powerful it is. You know, I mean, we can talk about, we can talk about uh, 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 all these, these the, 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 the consequences of being a racialized person, but, you know, having the, having the redlining to go into, and uh, the redlining, and you have people pushed into neighborhoods and you defund those neighborhoods and and then the banks come in there, and they and they don't and they and the state says that the value of the home is worth less, even though it's huge, right? And then the funding is based off of, of the the property taxes based off of or based on how the school is going to receive funds. That's what I'm saying. Like, how do you address a, a consequence? Of a huge problem to me, I, I call it. I call it. Uh, I call it uh, symptom pedagogies. Right. right? So hold, hold tight. So Eli, you mm. said something, and I hope you didn't forget what you just said. And mm. I'm trying to think of how you just worked that. Mm. You said we should stop suspending black boys until what? You said until something. We, until we address racism. Okay. So here's just a thought. Like this mm. is. This may send you to somewhere else, mm. but this is a thought that I've had, mm. and this is gonna get me in trouble with some people. Mm. What are you talking to me? Well, I'm good with you. So no, I'm just saying I'll be getting folks in trouble. That's what I'm saying, Jay. Okay, so <laughs> then I feel good saying this. Um, I think one or two things. Like, if we really want to change the narrative, and if we really want to change what's happening, 
one or two things got to happen, along with everything you're saying and some things I have in the back of my mind, too. We either got to get serious mm -hmm. about changing the environments of schools mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and or let me stop hitting the tables. That's probably coming out on here. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting mad. Mm -hmm. um, you're making me mad, Elon. Well, you sound like you're beatboxing. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm <laughs> like I'm trying to like, oh, uh, uh, check it out, y'all. Um, but so either we got to. We got to um, fix this for kids to where it, it, it provides great, real learning outcomes, healing, learning the real stuff, mm -hmm. but also modern day engagement. Mm -hmm. We, we got to do all those things mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. And or teach our kids how to deal with these incompetent teachers mm -hmm. or incompetent mm -hmm. principals or oh, incompetent uh, whoever. And I'm and this is not to bash anybody in the education field. So I'm not bashing a particular group or people, but we all know that classroom over there, oh God, I don't even like sending them over there because I, I, I know Eli gonna get in trouble over there. I, I know, I, but, but here we're trying to do this in the classroom over here to make it a good setting. And or I got to give Eli the tools to make it so he can survive in that classroom. So if we can't fix the system, let's fix the kids to, to, to learn how to deal with this stuff properly. And I know that's probably not the way it should go one or two, but either you're going to fix this or you're going to give them the tools to, to, to work with that. So, so, so what you're saying is given a, given a positive environment, right, that is conducive to critical thinking, sure. that's conducive to uh, um, uh, natural and safe nurturing, right? Because that's what the best of the yep. best teachers do. Uh -huh. yep. Yep. The best yep. of the best, yep. public, urban, yep. uh, high school, middle school, kindergarten, daycare, after school, that's right. what the best educators do. You believe that in the urban education, they would thrive, I mean, our students would thrive. Yep. You, you, you believe I do that? believe that. Okay. So 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 do you believe that the deficits that are being talked about in school is a constructed uh constructed component based off of how we have designed a particular environment? The, okay, so I believe the deficit comes in when everything you just said mm -hmm. and or people who just refuse mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. meet the needs of our mm -hmm. kids. So the system can mm -hmm. be broke. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. The system could be working, and then you just refuse not to do anything. Okay, so 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 now you know I, I you know you you a swell guy, uh, Mr. Pitchford, you know. Uh, well, um, well, I try. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so um, my my thing is is how much can I say on on your podcast? We're gonna ask you not to cuss. Okay, well, I don't I don't need to cuss to say this. Then say you know it. Okay, all right. So the um uh, uh the school systems is ran by uh, a large population of white women, right? Um, we're seeing a level. We talked of, about that a couple of weeks ago. Like 84 percent yes, yes, of the teachers yes, are are yes, white women. Yeah. So 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 if 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 that large of a population uh, of a particular system is dominated by uh, a a specific group, right? Who's failing? Now, 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 now. Oh, I got a question for yeah, you too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I, hold your thought, because mm -hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm going all over the map. Could this just be solved by getting women of color? Could it be solved by getting more men? Mm -hmm. 
i.e. and mm-hmm. more men of color. Mm-hmm. Like so, like would we be in the same boat if it was eighty four percent men? So 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 I don't know if we would be in the same boat because it would it would means that it would we would have to determine the consciousness of the men. But we do understand the reality of what we're receiving right now. And right now we're working with a specific population. And what I want to say is um, right now, I believe that we are operating on the 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 push and uh, uh, upliftment of a level of mediocrity that is being is not being looked at in in education and that is being pushed on students who are in urban settings because nobody's going to be nobody's going to stand up or nobody can stand up and say anything to a a large group of they dominate eighty four percent. Now, how do you fight that? You're the one being interviewed. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. So, so Eli, do you see? You came on me that real, real quick. Right. And you want to answer that question? Well, I, well, <laughs> well, I think you got two things. Uh, go you, okay, so to, I'll answer it. To uh, there's, there's two things. Mm. You got to work with that eighty four percent. Yes. Right. Yeah. You just can't throw them all away because it won't be enough teachers. No. So you got to figure out how to work with this eighty four percent. And then we got to figure out how do we inspire people to teach mm-hmm. that could do what I have in my head and mm-hmm. what you have in your head. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Like people aren't excited to go into this field that I love, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I understand why they're not. Mm-hmm. But, but, but what are we doing? To make people run away from the field, like bad experiences, uh, systems that don't make any sense one way or the other. You got this public private school argument, special education, black boys, uh, equal funding. Mm-hmm. You you name it. Any one of those things could, could turn a person away from education. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have to ask you this question because I love just asking this question. Who can fix this problem the fastest, private or public school? Who can fix this problem? First of all, let me let me go back to that um, that the, uh, what you were just talking about initially is um, uh, and um, shut now. I got to figure out if I can remember. Now I'm gonna have to go back to the private and public because I can't remember. I had a, I had a thought, but um, and I'm gonna, if I get it back. I'm so so the, the statement was either fixing the system or finding a way to help people get the love of teaching and, oh, and recruit. Yeah, okay, yeah. recruit. Okay, who can fix it? Who can fix it? Um, uh, uh, what has to happen, I don't know, I don't know if it has to be a collective. There is nothing, no, nobody can fix anything or, or by themselves, right? Right. It has to be a collective, uh, a collective thing. But I think that what has to fix it is going to be the experiences of students inside of school because students inside of schools eventually become the teachers. And if you have, uh, if, if, if you demonize and you victimize and you criminalize a large group of African people, African uh, African American people, be it uh, the push out of African American women, uh, or and uh, uh, the bad experience in school, and then you the African American male, they have a bad experience. Why would you go and work in a place in which you have had a horrible experience? Unless so you're the, wired for that, no, to not, be that person to fix it. But the thing is, because that's yeah, what wires yeah, me. But 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 it, it, it something has to happen. You know what I'm saying? Something has to happen in which you 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 start to merge towards that. Whether or not it's somebody in your family that you knew that was a teacher that had or you had a good experience in school or you went to or something else like that. It it all relates to an experience inside of the school that decided that you that's that that caught something in you 
and told you to go a particular way. Mm -hmm. uh, the thing is, is if we don't create better experiences for our, our, our potential teachers inside of schools, then we're not going to have the cream of the crop or the people who are uh, desired, who desire to go into teaching, go into teaching. Because why would you go into school that 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 you don't with something in an old field that you didn't like as a kid? Right. Uh, so okay, I agree. Mm -hmm. I don't disagree. Who who can pull this off quicker, private or public? All right. So who can pull this off quicker, private or public? Um, should you private, public, or charter? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I believe I believe that uh, uh, the the system with the least amount of rules. That's what I believe. I believe that if somebody if somebody can go in there and they can have if if you get if you get a Eugene Pitchford with an autonomy. But they're not getting me. Ah, that's that, that's the, here's yeah. where I disagree mm -hmm. with that. Okay, they're okay, not getting okay. me. Mm -hmm. They're getting someone. They're getting uh, somebody, I'm trying to think of somebody famous, uh, relatively famous, mm -hmm. Kendrick Lamar. That's, but, but just hear me out. Mm -hmm. They're getting people, now I'm not going to use anybody famous, that's a bad example. They're getting people who don't have any education background at all, mm -hmm. and it just don't work. Mm -hmm. Like, sure, business people have different ideals, see things differently, so you do need some business pieces of this, you mm -hmm. need an education piece of this. Mm -hmm. So, like, they're they're selling something different. Mm -hmm. It don't even make sense. Mm. So, it's so, like, so, like yeah, yeah, yeah. the resources yeah. are off. Right, right. You know, uh, um, oh, uh, what's, the, what's, the, what's the brother's name? Um, uh, he was a superintendent for a while. Uh, he was brother. He was a, uh, he had a large component for charter schools. Here in Milwaukee? Yeah. He Howard Fuller? Howard Fuller. Yes. Um, uh, Howard Fuller didn't even have, he never was a teacher. And they, and they made provisions for him to become superintendent. So I but know he's, exactly. But when you see him, you see educator though. Yeah. Like, like so... If you took the mayor of Milwaukee, so, no yeah. no knock against him, mm -hmm. and I know his wife is a teacher, so it's really no knock against him. Mm -hmm. But do you see politician or do you see teacher? No, I see politician. I okay. Yeah. So 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 the thing is, is so let's go back to the question. Um, I, I I say it is because uh, of the people that that don't have the amount of rules that goes into you know how to establish um, an effective. Uh, um, evaluation of progress. You know what I mean? And if we consistently have to make the marker, the standardization of these tests, and if private schools have to adhere, if they want to see receive that money from the, uh, that federal money from, from that they need, you know what I mean? If right. they have to adhere to it, if charter schools have to adhere to it, if public schools have to adhere to it, and all of them are are glaring towards the same level of achievement. You know what I'm saying? So this is what I'm saying. If they have, if you have the autonomy, if now if you have somebody that is good and you have somebody that, that has the autonomy to be able to teach how they believe and they understand it and they have a time to be able to develop it, then that's how you fix it. I don't think that you're gonna be able to fix Okay. By saying, you know, this one, this one, or that one, especially if all of them are at the same moniker. Okay. Got a couple more things, and we're going to slowly wind this thing down. Um, Eli, if someone gave you $10 million mm -hmm. to start a school mm -hmm. in Milwaukee, mm -hmm. something is going through your mind right now. You can see the school, mm -hmm. right? You can mm -hmm. see the insides, right? Mm -hmm. Tell me about 
your school. Mm-hmm. If, ten, if someone just dropped ten million in your hand, uh-huh. tell me about this dream. All right. So so uh, so one of the things one of the things that uh, uh, I will have, right? Um, it it would it would it most definitely will have to have a severe and concentrated understanding of professional development um, based off of the population that we're dealing with, right? You, you know, you can't say this or anything else like that because you don't know the student population. So it has to be conducive to uh, uh, how the students need to participate in their world after school, not in school, but after school. I like um, that. Yeah. So, so, um, uh, so, uh, so, so we have to have that. We gotta have big professional development. We have to have uh, teachers who are committed to uh, that. That I don't want to. I don't want to have teachers in which I have to go in and and establish buy-in. You know what I mean? It's gonna be something that we have to lay out. I do some interviews. I either say yes, you with it. Are you really with it? This is the work that we're trying to do. We're we're trying to be transformative. We're not trying to. Uh, we're not trying to be indoctrin in, uh, do indoctrination. So um, uh, uh, my classrooms, of course, would uh, would be conducive to uh, effective uh, communication. I would probably try to keep it around 20 to 25 students inside of a classroom. Um, uh, I like it so far. Yes. I like this. Yes. So so uh, the uh, um, I can't really speak on uh, the administration level and the budgeting. And We're gonna hire Shalomar. Everything else like that. Shalomar would be a great principal. Yeah, he yeah, don't know yeah, it, but he'll be yeah, a great principal. Yeah. Because Shalomar, Shalomar has that loving soul. Yeah, you know what I mean. Ain't gonna scare the crap. Yeah, yeah. What, what, but, 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 what is it? What is it to be scared and and to be loved at the same time? You know what I'm saying? That's a good. That's a good mix. You know what I mean? So you have to have that. You have to have. Uh, uh, you have to have somebody that that gonna scare you into giving you a hug, and you, and then and you know eventually it becomes one of the most beautiful relationships that that you ever can establish. So um um uh, uh Dram uh on um uh, um uh Chance the Rappers, right? Uh, he has a uh, um a song that is the sound of the school. That I would like to, that I would love to establish, and it's that one that says, "You are very special. You're special to everyone. Is special. This I know is true. When I look at you, now if we can establish a man, school, wait, hold it. I just want to give you a hug, man. Yeah, I'm just saying. No, no for real. Is, seriously, it's the truth. I will hug. Man hug. All right. Y'all can't see that. It was a man yeah, hug. Yeah, it was beautiful too. There we go. Right. All right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so 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 yeah, so so that's that's uh uh it has to have that and you know to to throw money on it and, and to be able to just sit here and, and map out a whole school program, but uh the uh that's the vibration that I want. That's when people come in there, that's what I want them to feel. So I don't know if you caught this. Here's what I see, Eli. Mm. And off of what you just laid out, because mm-hmm. you didn't know I was going to ask you that question, no, no. but you had it mapped out. I see a male leadership preparatory school. Mm-hmm. Eli Davis, male preparatory school of something. All day long, I, can I, I could totally see that. Not that we excluding the young ladies because mm-hmm. they need they need the treatment, too. Mm-hmm. But what you what you just described is a strong 
setting for a, a all male school. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. probably um you probably weren't looking at it that way. No, much. I, I never I never thought of that, you know, uh, because um uh you know uh Monique Morris? You had the Monique Morris Monique Morris uh, wrote a book and she has a documentary album, you should probably check it out truthfully, it's called Push Out. I have the book. Yeah, yeah. About so, the girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got yeah, the book. Yeah, yeah, I haven't yeah, read it, but yeah, I got the yeah, book yeah, upstairs. Yeah. yeah. So the fastest population that's going to prison are African American girls. The fastest group of people that get into the, the highest rates of uh, a suspension are African American girls. The, the the girls that don't uh, have the ability to have a Eugene Pitchford as a father or Eli Davis as a father, um, you know, those those to to. Uh, uh, to have that, just that energy and that understanding of this is what, you know, what male love looks like. Right. You know what I mean? I think yeah. that that is a need. Gotcha. Now, Eli, this has been phenomenal. I mean, I wish I could do another hour with you because there's so many different ways we can go. Mm-hmm. But since you are here, and I love just having fun with teacher stuff because often we get so bogged down into the politics, success, lack of success. We don't have fun. Mm-hmm. And part of fun is healing. Mm-hmm. Now, I do like to have fun when I work, mm-hmm. but I don't call it healing. Mm-hmm. So, Eli, we're going to close this show out like this. Mm-hmm. Um, you're in a classroom yeah. of 30. Mm-hmm. You know, my limit was 25, Gene. I just said it. But this, here's the reason why. You're okay, at 30. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, this is one of your private, prior working locations. Mm-hmm. Anyone mm-hmm. who wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Or it could be somewhere you walk into. Mm-hmm. Class of 30, mm-hmm. they know you're not the regular teacher. Right. How in the world do you get their attention? Because he keep talking mm-hmm. and he's louder than you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I need to hear the teacher, teacher voice of mm-hmm. Mr. Eli Davis getting the room mm-hmm. together just right off the top. It's your first oh. words to them. Because you got your name on the board. My name is Eli mm-hmm. Davis, Mr. Davis, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to hear, and teachers listen, because everybody got a different strategy. I need to hear the teacher, teacher, Mr. Davis, come out. First of all, Gene, it is not going to be my voice. It's going to be my presence. You know what I'm saying? So, so one, uh, I always come clean. You know what I mean? I always come clean. I make sure I come clean. I make sure that I am noticeable. You know, uh, and so I'm going to walk in there and I will stand still. Right? Okay. They're going to start to notice me. Okay. Right? That's going to get their attention. So what or when I say, it's it's just going to be a formality. You know what I mean? I like I'm it. going to catch their attention because of my presence. That's it. That's simple. Yeah. God dang it, that's Eli Davis, y'all. All right, y'all. Um, hope the listeners, such a fascinating show. Eli dropped a lot of jewels on you all, and... Um, at the end of the day, we want to encourage you to, to whatever system you're in, to work to improve it. Um, whatever the glaring gaps are, work in that uncomfortable space of closing those gaps. And just just be there for the kids. Because if we, as teachers, if we really want to promote the, 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 the future teachers of the world, like they got, it, it has to start with experiences in your classroom, my classroom, Eli's classroom. And so, though, if that doesn't motivate you, I don't, I don't know what will. Your presence is more powerful than your voice. I gotta take that one. I gotta think about that one. I gotta take that one back, back to my students, because um, I always have them do the look, and the sound. But you're saying just the presence is louder. Yes. 
All right, so you just gave me some homework, good people. On that note, we're out. It's a superhero education podcast. Keep in mind, superhero educator on Barnes and Noble and Amazon right now. Uh, superhero education podcast. Uh, we are on Apple and Spotify. Um, Eli, you got anything you want to push or anything you want us to look at or anything you got in your back pocket? Oh, uh, you know, truthfully, uh, if you are interested in some of the work that I'm doing, I have a video out there. It's called, uh, it's it's on YouTube and it's called Teacher Talks. You can just type in Teacher Talks and the, the word epigenetics, E-P-I-G-E-N. Shoot, let me make sure I spell that right. G-E-N-T-I-C-S. Eli, uh, uh, teacher talk epigenetics. Is that one episode or is it a series? No, it's just it's uh it's like a TED talk. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna look that up. And we got one more announcement. Also I do uh I do um uh um African American history online. Uh, uh, I push it off and I have a, um, a, a Facebook page and an Instagram page that's called Four Black Centuries. Um, you know, you know, it's like a, a triple entendre. And, you know, I'll just leave for the audience to, to figure that out. Four Black Centuries. On that note, we are out. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to our Superhero Education Podcast. We hope you gained valuable insights and key concepts to battle the chaos and save the day for all students. Boldly transform lives and be a superhero educator.